0: Welcome to the Ken Burns Show on this amazing, beautiful, sunny day. We are almost in spring. I cannot wait. I'm sure you're feeling the same way. Uh, The winter is just about behind us, and uh, it's a beautiful thing. Of course, for so many reasons. One of those reasons being that people are going to be going outside more, hopefully without masks, so they can breathe in that fresh air and not that uh, moist placebo that's being created within the uh, mask itself full of bacteria anyway <laughs> thank you for joining the show i am so glad to be with you thank you so much for tuning in uh right before we get into some great headlines i want to talk to you about a couple of things um, be sure to go to the bmgnetwork.com the bmgnetwork.com um, when you go there you're going to see some uh brand new pieces some columns under your daily perusal by ted flint uh, you're going to want to check out the most recent one, which is entitled uh, Equality for Whom. Um, it is an excellent piece, and it really gives some detail, lays some things out uh, for you to think about, and you're definitely going to want to check that out. Also, you're going to want to check out the other podcast there, as, as, as well as the uh, the Pac-Man podcast by Ted Flint. Um, man, he's hitting it hard. Uh, he's going after it, and uh, you're going to want to tune in to the Pac-Man podcast because he is... Uh, telling it like it is, and uh, bringing some great common sense to all of us. Um, but yeah, go to the bmgnetwork.com, go to the BMG Network on Facebook. Uh, if you have not liked or followed us yet, please do, and uh, please tell your friends too as well. Um, we are building this thing up, and we are want to be the voice uh, that you'll want to tune into to get your news um, and your uh, your information um, because uh, that's what we want to do for you. We want to bring you news uh, from a Christian perspective as well as a moral perspective, which pretty much goes hand in hand, but also from a local perspective. Uh, we're right here in New York for the time being, and uh, there is a lot happening here in New York, especially with this, uh, oh, this king as a governor um, who is thinking he's a king and uh, will not step down. Should he? Absolutely, he should. And not just because of the sexual charges. This guy is just out of control, and it's, it's very obvious, especially when you have Democrats that are calling for his resignation as well. Um, but anyway, again, go to the bmgnetwork.com, and uh, you can go to the Ken Burns Show on Facebook as well, by the way. Um, but listen, a couple of headlines right here. Uh, number one, I want to get into um, one quick thing here. And the headline, uh, which kind of goes along with what I was saying about spring, it's uh, the headline says Americans may finally be Corona weary, um, and this is in the WashingtonTimes.com. This says um, a Morning Consult tracking poll just found that the fir- for the first time in a year, when the coronavirus hit, more Americans than not feel comfortable eating at a restaurant inside at a table seated among friends and strangers both with face masks, without face masks, what have you but inside and eating. Okay, so that is a good thing. I hope to God that these people and all of us are getting sick and tired of this. Because again, most of the people who are shouting at everybody when they see them without a mask don't necessarily know their facts. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. But they just know that they're, we're supposed to be obedient. Uh, obedient to whom? They don't know. They were just told to put masks on and make sure you go out and keep other people safe. But according to science, um, it's not really helping. And that has become more and more obvious. So I'm not going to get into that. You can tune into Set Apart with KC on, on the BMG network because uh, she goes into those kinds of things. But anyway, I thought that was good. Also, we've been hearing a lot of news about the cancel culture and most recent um, things like uh, you know the six Dr. Seuss books, which won't be published because of racist images. Um, for me, this is nonsensical. I don't agree with this at all. Um, these are the same people that are saying that your five-year-old can get chopped up and decide what gender he wants to be or she wants to be. These are the same people that are pushing for abortion and when you see things, for example, there's another headline in the in the Guardian.com that says, it's a moral decision. Dr. Seuss books are being recalled, not canceled, experts say. A moral decision? That's, that's just gross right there. How is this a moral decision? It's not a moral decision. If any of these people actually cared about morality, they would get behind the pro-life groups and start defunding, pushing for the defunding of both national and international abortions, which, by the way, the U.S., that's us, is funding. But they want to talk about morality, about something that was written uh, many years ago. And just listen to this. Uh, This is what Philip Nell, a professor of of, uh, English at the Kansas State University, and um, is the author of Was the Cat in the Hat Black?, Okay, (laughs) I don't know why that matters, but he says, Dr. Seuss Enterprises has made a moral decision of choosing not to profit from work that, while with racist caricature in it, and they have taken responsibility for the art they are putting into the world, and I would support that, Nell said. Again, this is just becoming absolutely nonsensical. When you see the bull crap that is being put into the world every day, by these, by these people, the same people that are touting things like this. Yet they can have an excuse for it. I mean, the enterprise itself is saying that these books portray people in ways that are hurtful and wrong. And this is stated in APnews.com. I mean, for example, listen to this. And this is for an example of one of the books. It says the, the book entitled And To Think That I Saw It on Mulberry Street. An Asian person is portrayed wearing a conical hat, holding chopsticks, and eating from a bowl. I don't know. Have you ever been to Asia? I have. And that is pretty accurate. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's a cultural thing. How is portraying culture a wrong thing? It's not making any sense. I actually saw something uh, just pass by um, in the news uh, just recently about Latinos saying, I don't think so, about Speedy Gonzalez being canceled. Again, why? Because he has a, a Spanish accent? Mel Blanc was one of the Best voiceover actors ever. He did most of all of the uh, Looney Tunes cartoon characters. He wasn't making fun of anyone. But this is where we are in the country. Everybody is hypersensitive. And again, these microaggressions are constantly taking place right before our eyes. Just making something so small a huge thing so that they can complain about it. So they can point the finger and say, this is why we need to be in control of things. Of course, they won't use the word control. But again, uh, back to the point, I just think it's a, it's a disservice to our society to, to state something like it's a moral decision that they're doing something like this. It's not a moral decision. If you cared about morality, um, you'd start pushing for other things way more pressing and more important than something so tiny like this. Never have I read any of those books and thought about racism or felt like it was racist. If anything, it just made me appreciate culture even more anyway I digress but obviously something that is pressing that's happening right now this very day um that is being passed going to be signed this week is this um 1.9 trillion dollar stimulus package um which is following the 900 billion dollar covid relief deal in december which followed the 2 trillion dollar stimulus package in march in total listen to this the federal government has pumped $4.8 trillion into the economy over the last 11 months, okay? The money has gone to support businesses to extend and augment unemployment benefits and as direct payments to households. Um, it kind of stops there, but we know that that's not the reality. It's, that's not all that it did. If you actually go through into the details, which they don't want to ever lay out for you, they just want to tell you these good parts of the stimulus package. Where this money is going has nothing to do with COVID and the relief of it at all. But anyway, this piece in the American Institute for Economic Research, uh, which is entitled uh, uh, Politicians Turn Problems into Power, um, <laughs> it's so true. Uh, but if you haven't gone there, uh, be sure that you do and uh, check out this article. Uh, the website is AIER.org. He says this. The amount the government has paid out is unprecedented. Adjusted for inflation, we have spent 20% more than the U.S. spent on World War II. And the U.S. was involved in that war for about four years. Four years! On a dollars-spent-per-month basis over the past 11 months, the federal government spent at a rate, that is, adjusted for inflation, Five times its rate of spending during World War II, during a war. And he goes on to say, has this unbelievable spending done any good? Uh, From one perspective, that's almost impossible to say because we don't know what the world would have looked like without the spending. But from another perspective, it's much easier to say. Rather than trying to imagine what the U.S. would have looked like without this massive spending, imagine instead that the U.S. uh, would have looked like had the government just divided that $4.8 trillion among U.S. households. Are you ready for this? Just imagine this for a moment. $4.8 trillion. Imagine that they took this money and actually gave it to the households, the people. Remember, we paid into the government with our tax dollars. Imagine if they gave it back to us because, you know, we are hurting here in America. Uh, watch this. Or, excuse me, listen to this. What would that have done for us. Okay, listen. There are 123 million households in the U.S. given income cutoffs. The stimulus checks have been going out to about 80% of those households. Had the government simply divided that $4.8 trillion evenly among the 80% of 123 million households, each would have received a check for almost, ready, 50000 Dollars. That's $50,000. I've never been given a check for $50,000. Maybe you have. But could you imagine if you've just got a, a check for $50,000 that you, obviously, that you would need right now? What would this do for us? Remember, this is all these stimulus packages are all for COVID relief. It's for the American people, which is malarkey because it's, it's absolutely not. But this is what it would have done for us, okay? Right now, If 80% of households had received a check for $50,000, for the first time in history of the human race, a country would have entirely eradicated poverty. The poorest 20% of U.S. households would have seen their standards of living skyrocket to the middle class overnight. A single full-time worker would have received the equivalent of a $24 an hour raise, a a full-time $7.25, Cent an hour worker would have suddenly found himself the equivalent of a $30.80 an hour worker. That's enough to make the most ardent fight for $15 advocate blush. So listen, prices are going higher with food, the cost of living, gas prices, and they're taking a little bit of the tax money that we paid them and just kind of giving some of it back to us. And taking the rest of it for themselves and for their agendas and what they want to do. For example, an underground, you know, railway system, subway system in California, which is obviously for COVID relief, right? I mean, you should see some of the stuff that's in this bill. But anyway, so they're doing that. And then they're going to push for this 15, $15 an hour raise, which once again is going to seriously hurt the bottom line for these businesses. Because remember, like they used to say years ago when they were pushing for this at that time, not well, not too long ago, if you have somebody that's been in your business for a while now that is making $15 an hour right now, and those under that person are making, let's say, $12 an hour, now all of a sudden the minimum wage goes up to 15 so that $12 an hour person is now making $15 an hour, good for him or her. But what about that person that's been there for years, worked their way up to $15 an hour, guess what they're going to want? They're going to want a raise. Since the other person got a $3 raise, well, this person should also get a $3 raise. So 15 to $18, is that going to help a business thrive in an economy that's not doing very well right now when prices are going high already? For example, the food business. If a restaurant has to do this and the price for food is going up, now they have to pay their workers $15 an hour. What's going to happen to that business? Or does that the business owner have to take it out of his, his personal account to help, to help out here? You see what I'm saying? It doesn't make any sense. It's not helping anybody. What they should have done is like what this article uh, mentioned in the American Institute for Economic Research, they should have split the $4.8 trillion evenly among these households. But the government, obviously, because they're just so incredible with the finances, uh, they don't probably trust the American people who pay them, but we can trust them. Yeah, right. But listen, I would love to know what you think. What do you think about the Dr. Seuss books? Um, they say they're not canceled, but they're just going to stop promoting them publishing them. Okay, whatever. We see this across the board. These are the same people, by the way, that can put a disgusting, disgraceful um, movie on Netflix that portrays little girls in inappropriate ways and think... And actually say that that was absolutely necessary to do. Same people that can push for these gay rights and call us homophobic and tell us that we have to succumb to this whole transgenderism uh, baloney when we're seeing people left and right with all these mental health issues that actually need help not to be cut up. Which, by the way, that's somewhere where our tax dollars are going as well. But let me know what you think. Uh, you can email me directly at kburns at the bmgnetwork.com. That's kburns at the bmgnetwork.com. And again, go to the bmgnetwork.com. Um, you can listen to this show as well as other shows. And by the way, all the shows, I, maybe you have a favorite uh, podcast platform. We're on all of them. Um, but you can go to the bmgnetwork.com and listen to it right there. I'd really appreciate that. And please, if you haven't gone to the Facebook page, the BMG Network, go there, like us, follow us, uh, share it with your friends. Come be a part of uh, what we're doing here at the BMG Network. Uh, give us a try. We really appreciate it. And again, check out the Pac-Man podcast with Ted Flint, as well as Set Apart with KC. And um, and also, on every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have a live show entitled The Ken and Mike Show, where we have guests. Uh, we just had Sam Sorbo on a few weeks ago. A great interview. If you haven't saw that, go to the... Ken and Mike show on Facebook and check that out. And um, again, we really appreciate it. Uh, but listen, until next time, enjoy this beautiful weather that's coming our way. And uh, I'll talk to you real soon right here on the Ken Burns show on the BMG network. The Ken Burns Show was produced, edited, and recorded in the BMG studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of The Ken Burns Show, go to the bmgnetwork.com or find The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. And please join us again as we bring you more dynamic content.